This is the Idea Time Podcast with Dr. Joe North. Welcome to the Idea Time Podcast. Tune in every week for practical tips, strategies, and interviews that will help you to achieve greater professional and business success by thinking more creatively. And now, here's your host, Dr. Joe North. Hi there, I hope you're doing okay. I hope you are staying safe and keeping inside, but also getting outside for a bit of exercise and fresh air. I wanted to share with you today some of the insights from my free business bulletproofing program. So as you may be aware, I'm trying to help out business owners who are thinking about what they need to do, what they need to change in these really sort of challenging times that we're in right now. It's very unprecedented, isn't it, what we're experiencing right now. And I've got a free program called Creative Reset. And I just wanted to talk you through some of the processes around business bulletproofing and also how to clear your head so that you can make the decisions that are right for your business, that they're coming from a place of consideration and that you're doing the right thing for your business. Because what you do now will obviously affect you in the future. And the COVID-19 situation at the moment is here, isn't it? But it's not going to be here forever. It will pass. And it's about also making sure that not only do you survive right now as a business, but that you come out of the other side in a really good place. And being able to think clearly is super important. So if you've not met me before, I'm Jo North and I run a business called The Big Bang. I have a book called Idea Time, which is available on Kindle. And my area of expertise is all about innovation and business growth and thinking differently to get results. So I've got some stuff to share with you today. There's also a free playbook that goes with this. I'm going to talk you through a process. And if you'd like the playbook, let me know and I'll send you the link. And you can download it all for free and you can work through this process in a bit more detail for yourself. So we'll get started. As I've said, this is about business bulletproofing. It's about creating some headspace to create a really focused plan. And what we're going to do is really think about, here's an overview of what we're going to cover, how we respond to change and how our beliefs affect our resilience. Then we're going to get into the process, which is about creating some headspace, doing some business bulletproofing, really thinking about risks and opportunity and how we can influence those and also what we can't influence, Uh, doing some storyboards that will help us move forward and then really thinking about adding value and the one thing that will make a significant difference so that when you've been through this process, which will only take probably about an hour and a half maximum when you sit down and do it for yourself separately, I'm not going to be on here for an hour and a half. I'm going to talk you through the high level process, but you'll come out with a really focused plan and some real clarity of thought so that you'll know exactly what to do next and how to do it. So I mentioned a playbook earlier. This playbook is free. It's available for download and it takes you step by step through everything that I'm talking about. We're going to start off by thinking about how we respond to change. And you may have come across something called the amygdala hijack. The amygdala is the bit in our brain that is responsible for controlling or not controlling emotion. So when we get stressed, when there's a threatening situation, what happens is this bit in our brain, the amygdala, which is sort of arm and shape, it senses that there's danger. And in that second, we decide whether or not we're going to fight or flight. So this goes all the way back to our primitive roots. We all have this within us. It's part of who we are. And that generates a physical response. 
So it can make our brain really focuses on only one specific area, the thing that is the threat. Our heart rate increases, we might feel sweaty and clammy, our digestion slows down and our muscles tense up ready for action as well. So when we get stressed, when we sense that there is something that is a threat to us, then the amygdala creates this physical response. And that was okay when we were running away from big dinosaurs and saber-toothed tigers and all of that. But of course, now the threats that we face are different. And some of us are experiencing a sense of concern, I guess, you know, significant concern with all the COVID-19 stuff that's going off and also what's happening with the economy. Now, what happens is all this physical response creates an unconscious emotional response. So it can be more difficult to think clearly because we're focused on the threat and we're feeling emotional instead of thinking with clarity. And also with any significant change, we go through something called the change curve. And it's a person called Kubler-Ross who first came up with this concept and they noticed that actually with every bereavement that we have as humans, we go through this sort of grieving process, which isn't very cheerful, is it? But actually this bereavement process is also now used in management, in leadership, in business and in life in general because it applies to any form of change. It even applies to change. If we've won millions on the lottery, we go through the same change process and it's been researched a lot. So essentially, when something significant happens to us, we go through initially a period of shock, maybe denial. And we've seen this, haven't we? COVID-19. Gosh, that's really quite shocking. Denial. Oh, well, that's over, you know, in different countries. It can't happen to us. If you think back several weeks ago, that's where we were. And then starting to realise actually that the change is here. We might get frustrated. We might feel quite low about it. What we have to do is then start to experiment, work out how we're going to get through that change and come out the other side, having integrated the change into our new way of being, our new way of operating. What we can do is we can influence how long that change takes us to get through, how long the curve takes us to get through and also how deep that change is. But I just think it's super helpful to know that what we're going through now is a significant period of change and that our feelings about that change don't last forever. You know, we will find a new way of being, we'll find a new way of operating and that we will get through this for sure. Now, our beliefs also affect our resilience. Our beliefs are formed brick by brick. There's sort of this virtuous circle of belief. Our beliefs come from either as needing to see something in a certain way, out of fear or necessity, you know, we need to believe something to be true, or because it's convenient. So just our beliefs build up brick by brick over our lives. We have this framework of what we think. And we start to see life in that way. Now, then what happens as our beliefs develop and as our beliefs become more ingrained, something called confirmation bias kicks in, which means that the evidence around us all points in the favour of our beliefs being correct. So we are less likely to see other ways of thinking or perceive other ways of thinking. And that creates this self-perpetuating cycle of things. So what you're believing to be true, what we're all believing to be true, you know, is based on our experiences and our history and our way of thinking. To an extent, if we believe that we can't get through this, then that will be more challenging for us. But it's equally probable that we can work 
through this and find a way of getting through it. And if we believe in ourselves and our ability to find that way through, even if we don't know what the solution looks like yet, then that will help make us more successful and make sure we get through it. That's a bit of an introduction in terms of the amygdala hijack, how our emotions affect us physically and emotionally, how that affects our judgment, our decision making. We've talked about the change curve and that that's a bit of a journey whenever there's any significant change. We've also thought about beliefs and making sure our beliefs are positive and they're very can-do because they will propel us forward. So now I'm going to take you through a step-by-step process to just really get some headspace, work through it and start making some even better decisions for your business in this time of change. The first activity is to just empty your head. Empty your head and write down. I do encourage you to write things down. Don't just type things out because we're using keyboards all day. We're on our phones, we're on our laptops. Use a pen and paper. It activates different parts of your brain and it feels really good and just do a brain dump everything that's concerning you about you and your business right now and also all the good ideas that you've got about your business right now so you'll notice all the way through this process that I'm asking you to think about things that are worrying you and concerns but also think about the upside as well to make sure that you get that balance so clear your head One of my favourite expressions, because it's so true and so useful, is that we should never use our heads as an office, because our heads are rubbish offices. This is Dave Allen in a book called Getting Things Done. You know, whenever you've got stuff that you're just keeping in your head, it's going round and round and round, and it's not going anywhere. By getting things out on the page, what we know for sure, and research supports this, is that then it clears your mind, so that your brain knows those thoughts are safely there, they're captured on paper, and they can start to problem solve, they can start to be creative, and you can start to think forward in terms of what you want to do. And you'll sleep better, you'll think better, and there are numerous benefits to doing that activity. So just spend about 10 minutes doing that. I've put steps two and three sort of together because they go side by side, because once you've got everything out on paper, leave it, at least go and make a cup of tea or something and come back to it. Make sure there's a gap between you doing step one and step two. Because what I'd like you to do then is to do some business bulletproofing. And I'd like you to do one of these for risk and one for opportunity. So what I'd like you to do is think about your notes that you've done in the head dumping exercise that we've done in step one. And think about what are the top risks for your business right now with everything that's going on and get those risks down. Then I'd like you to give each risk a score for how likely it is to actually happen on a scale of one to five, with one being not very likely and five being super likely. Then you think about what would it be if the risk happened? What would the impact be? And again, score that from one to five. So one would be hardly any impact at all, and five, this would have a huge impact on my business. And then what you do is you multiply those two scores together to get an overall risk score. What action could you take to reduce the risk? This is where you think, is there anything I could do to reduce either the impact or the likelihood of this risk happening? And if there is, write down all your ideas there. Sometimes there isn't anything you can do. And that's okay, just at least you know that. Yeah, so write that down as well. And then work through those numbers again. So if you actually were to put those actions in place, 
what would the new likelihood be, what would the new impact be, what would the new risk score be, and then just make a note of any comments or observations. And what you do is you work through every risk and then every opportunity in exactly the same way. And I've got an example here for you, which I'll work through it. For instance, this is one that somebody's actually done. My customers aren't able to meet face to face, which means that my events will be cancelled. The score of that is pretty likely. It's four out of five. The impact of that is pretty significant, very significant. So it's four, almost a five, but a four. So you multiply those two together, four by four gives a score of 16. So what could be done about that? Well, this person decided they could get themselves up properly, set up rather for remote working. They could do a lot of what they were doing in face-to-face -face terms. And they could take that online. So the new risk score was still four because people are still unable to meet face-to-face. -face, but the impact would be a three because actually not everything, but a lot of things could be moved online, giving a new risk score of 12 which is less than it was before. Impact is reduced because there are still events that could be held online, okay? So you, for every risk, you work through that. Now, everyone who has done this, as I've said for the last couple of weeks, I've offered this program free to businesses and it's free to you if it would help you. It's there for you. Everybody without exception who's done it has said, this has cleared my head so much. It's given me back a sense of control and I know where to focus. And the whole thing is a process. So do work through the head emptying before you move on to this because it, this will be so much better for you after the head emptying because of your thought process. So you do it for risk and then you do exactly the same thing for opportunity. And what you're looking to do with this opportunity score is to increase it. So with risk, you want to reduce the score and with opportunity, of course, you want to increase it. So people could turn their thing into an online course and that was a new opportunity for them. When you've done that, I want you to take the top three actions, look at your risks and look at your opportunities and say, what are the three most important things I need to do here? Because if you do any more than that, then you risk trying to focus on too many things. But also three is a very manageable number. So go for three and then create a storyboard for each one of those. So in storyboarding, all we do is we do six squares. All of this is in your book and the explanation's in there as well. And you start with where you are now as the first scene in the first box and where you want to be, where you want to end up in the final box, box number six. And then on the way, you put what you're going to do, how long it's going to take you, when you're going to do it, what resources you need. And you actually create pictures and words to show the different steps that you need to take to get from where you are now to where you want to be for each of your three key areas. And there are three storyboard templates provided for you in the playbook. If you want some great inspiration for storyboards, have a look at the Pixar website. Just Google Pixar, P-I-X-A-R storyboards and you'll see some great ones there. Also, if you're homeschooling, this is a fantastic thing to do. Maybe you're doing your business storyboards and your young people at home could be doing their own storyboards for a story or an adventure or something like that. So um, it's a nice homeschooling thing to do as well. Okay, so you've done your storyboards. Now you've got a really clear plan for where you need to focus. So step number four is about adding value and thinking about something special to add into that, something that you really want to do. 
and your mind map, all the things that you've been thinking about doing for your business for a long time now but never got round to doing. That could be writing a book, it could be sorting out your website, it could be getting onto a new social media platform that you've not been on before, it could be learning a new skill. And actually a lot of those things we want to do are really cheap and accessible, they don't have to be expensive and quite often many of them can be free. So mind map all of this, mind map it as extensively as you possibly can. Think about why you want to do them, the benefits that will bring you, the benefits that will bring your business as well. And a mind map is such a lovely technique to use. So in a mind map, what you do is you start in the middle and you would write something like the things I want to do for my business. And then from out there, like you can see on the screen, you just go out and create bubbles for anything that pops into your head, just write it down. Again, you can get software, mind mapping tools, but do it with a paper and pen because you'll use your brain differently. It's actually pretty relaxing. And the way mind mapping works is it maps how we think. We don't often always think in a linear way. So we might have a thought about one thing and it makes us think about something completely different over here. And mind mapping allows you to capture that in a, in a really organic way. And when you've done your mind map, step back and have a look and say, okay, that's the one thing I'm going to spend 30 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour, whatever it is, a day of on that thing and making sure I use this time while we're doing all the, the physical distancing to work on that thing so that by the time you know things get back to a bit more like normality, I will have progressed this on top of doing the other things as well. And that will feel really, really good to make that progress. Once you've done all of those things, you will have a really focused plan. And at the end of the playbook, there are some activities for you to do to think about actually in these times of change and thinking about your resilience and how you make decisions, what are your strengths, how are you going to use them, what might hold you back and how are you going to make sure that they don't. So there's some activities for you to do on that theme. And then it's about going out and making it happen. And any stage you're at in terms of working through these activities, if you've got any questions, and once you've been through the activities, if there's anything at all I can help you with, if you need a sounding board or somebody to chat things through with, or maybe you want a bit of validation of your thinking, then I'd be really, really happy to help you with that. And I'll say it again, you know, it's all free. It's part of this programme. And it's just my small way of trying to do something to support others because I, I do sincerely believe we're stronger together in business when we do that. So we've thought about how we respond to change. Beliefs and resilience are so important. You've created some headspace. You've done some business bulletproofing on risks and opportunities and storyboarded your action plan. You've thought about the one thing that's really going to add value and decided to commit some time to that. And you've got a focused resilience plan. Big well done for doing all of that. You know where I am. If you'd like to get in touch, please do so. And I hope all of this really helps you. Stay safe and I'll see you next time. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to the Idea Time podcast brought to you by Dr. Joe North. If you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe to our channel. For even more strategies and advice, visit our website, ideatime.co.uk. Enter your email for leading insights, resources, and more every month completely free. We'll see you next time.